Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's good, Thunder fans? My name is Matty Moles, and you people are listening to Topic Thunder. KC gets another big-time win in this game at home in the middle of a long road stretch. It was must-needed. Way to go, Thunder. You guys handle business at home. Russell Westbrook is looking like the old Russell Westbrook that won MVP. And Paul George... Although he started a little slow, it's looking like he's getting a little bit of his groove back. Some of the role players stepped up in this one, and they were able to weather a storm, a nice little barrage early by the Brooklyn Nets to come back and win in this game. I'll take you through all the action and some big plays throughout the entire game, but first a word from our sponsor. Were you stuck doing honeydew list items because the weather's finally getting nice again? Sorry, Colorado listeners. <laughs> Were you gearing up for the Big 12 tournament and you just missed out on tonight's game for the Thunder at home? Well, don't worry. I'll get you all caught up on this game. But you know what you got to do. I'm talking about hooking up the TiVo. You don't have to explain to me why you need TiVo. Russell Westbrook was very active in this game overall. He got a steal, then got it into Steven Adams, who missed like 20 shots from two feet away. Okay, I exaggerate a little bit, but he did literally miss four shots from inside. No points for OKC. Allen Crabb hit a three and had an easy land to start the game. Oklahoma City just looked rough early on. Lots of missed dribbles as well as active hands by Brooklyn that led to a 9-0 run to start this one. Steven Adams got fouled inside and then made one of two. So Oklahoma City on the board with one one point. 
Russell Westbrook finally got OKC its first field goal with 7.50 remaining in the quarter as he hit a three. But Oklahoma City had started 0 for 7 with three turnovers uh, to start this game. Not quite the hot start you'd want at home. Russ had a strong layup lefty through contact. And then uh, Kirks uh, hit a three. Russ had a miss, but Grant with the follow-up. And then Steven Adams missed an easy bunny from seven feet. He was 0 for 5 at this point in the game. Three by D'Angelo Russell gave Brooklyn an 11-point lead. And fun fact, in our last 12 games, the Oklahoma City Thunder have been down by double digits in 10 of them. Hmm. Russ hits his second three, and he very much in rhythm. He wasn't forcing anything, really. Tonight, the game just pretty much came to him. Russ hit a mid-range. He was starting to cook. And then we got our first taste of Burton in this game with 1.43 left in the quarter. Levert had an AM one It put Brooklyn back up by 10. There was a charge on Abdel Nader. Uh, Brooklyn did a great job clogging the paint and limiting our drive and kick opportunities, which forced us to have to hit some mid-range shots and hit a few shots from the perimeter. But OKC, if they wanted to get things going, would have to get off, get Brooklyn off balance, would have to get some stops, and then have to get out in transition. Abdel Nader got the ball, shot it at the buzzer for three. Marty! Oh, but he released it a split second too late. And OKC ended up being down 27 to 22 at the end of one. Russell Westbrook had 10 of our 22 points, and there was a balanced load scoring by Brooklyn on into quarter number two. Some general stuff for the second quarter. Paul George had a drive, and then he passed it out. Uh, passed up a mid-range jumper uh, to hit Burton for three. But OKC was just missing so many open shots to start the second quarter. Mainly Paul George. He just was not in the flow of his offense pretty much most of the first half. Dennis Schroeder had a layup through contact to cut it back to 10. Then Ed Davis uh, got a pass in from D'Angelo Russell and was just killing us inside. So, early on, there were two problems for Oklahoma City's defense in this game. One in the pick and roll. It started with the initial action on the pick and roll. Steven Adams was kind of in no man's land. And if you listen to our weekly, Stephen Dolan kind of talked about this a little bit. But Adams was kind of in no man's land because of a lack of commitment by whoever the perimeter defender was. And it all starts with the perimeter, right? You can't allow just easy pick and roll action or easy, you know, pick and cut action without kind of trying to get the, the offensive player off their spot. But that's what they did. That's what Brooklyn did in this game to start off uh, the first half. So Steven Adams was kind of in no no man's land. He didn't know whether to show on the on the, the pick and roll or, or what. And it was a lot of easy action by, uh, say, a Jared Allen, for instance, or Ed Davis. Um, in that initial screen high and then 
they pretty much got whatever they wanted because there was a lob into them in the paint and Steven Adams was on the wrong side of them. So wasn't able to get between them in the basket and they just got whatever they wanted inside. Charge on Russell Westbrook. Uh, that was really one play that Russ was kind of trying to take this thing over because we weren't getting a lot going on on the defensive end. Allen had a finger roll to give Brooklyn a 16-point lead, and then Allen had a layup. Just OKC consistently getting wrecked inside. Russell Westbrook hit a layup to finally end that Brooklyn run. Paul George off the glass and one free throw made Brooklyn up 12. Then there's a big-time block by Paul George on Couric's. There was a turnover by Russell Westbrook in transition after that. Then Russ, as Russ does, you take bad Russ, and then you get good Russ. Russ got a steal. There's a miss by Dennis Schroeder, but Adams got the board and hit it back out to PG for three. And then, okay. Also, there are four things that are steady in life. One, death. Two, taxes. Three, OKC being in a 10-point-plus hole. And then four, it's officially a game now because Oklahoma City has fouled the three-point shooter. So Terrence Ferguson fouled Spencer Dinwiddie, who made two of three free throws. And at this point, that put Brooklyn up 52-38 to 38 in OKC with 27.4 left in the second quarter. What do you think happened after that? Well, if you guess Russell Westbrook would score two buckets in a matter of six seconds to end the half, you would be correct, and I need to take you to Vegas. That's exactly what happened. Russell Westbrook got going, and I think that gave us some momentum heading into the second half. I, I thought that then. I thought, okay, OKC is going to be just going into this thing only down 10, which is a lot better than 14, and maybe we can get some stuff rolling. So after two, Brooklyn was up 52 to 42. And they were completely killing us in the paint. Brooklyn had 30 points to 16 uh, for OKC in the paint. 15 of 24 for Brooklyn, 63% shooting in the painted area compared to 8 of 22 for 36% shooting for the Thunder. Russell Westbrook was a one-man show early or in the first half of this game. He had 17 points compared to just 25 for the rest of the team, 7 of 14 shooting compared to 9 of 31 for the rest of the team, and 2 for 3 from three-point land compared to 2 for 6 for the rest of the team. So Russell Westbrook beasting it, keeping us in this game, almost willing us to, to stay in this game. And then, oh then... Some beautiful action happened. I just lost my place. Over the course of the next couple of minutes, these are some of the highlights for the Thunder. Steven Adams makes two foot hook shot. Kirk's made one free throw. Steven Adams makes a hook shot. Jeremy Grant makes a 25 foot three pointer. Paul George makes a 20-foot jumper. Joe Harris, as he does, makes a three. Paul George makes a bucket. D'Angelo Russell with a driving layup. And then this was when it really got exciting. Russell Westbrook, three-pointer. Paul George, 
three-pointer, Paul George, three-pointer. Okay. In that span, Oklahoma City, if you take the last six minutes and change from, or six seconds and change rather, from the first half and on into the beginning of the third quarter, Oklahoma City was down 52 to 38 and then would be on the high side, 62 to 58. That's a 24 to six run in 408. What an amazing start of the second half for OKC. Leading that out to the rest of the third quarter. Russell Westbrook got a steal, missed the bunny. Then Russell Westbrook got back and deflected an alley-oop to Paul George for three. Kirk's with an offensive foul. D'Angelo Russell's three cuts the lead to one for Oklahoma City. Russ had a pump fake, and then he drove to the rim, jumped basically around Steven Adams, <laughs> drew the foul, and still almost brought the whole dang basket down to include the roof in Chesapeake Arena. He only made one of two, but that was that was a statement move by Russell Westbrook. Brooklyn was closing things up in the paint then for uh, Oklahoma City's offense. Dennis Schroeder left a mid-range short and then Dinwiddie for three. Dinwiddie had a 5-0 run. And okay, this is the second action for the pick and roll or or for what uh, Brooklyn did. So they adjusted to what Oklahoma City did, which was take whoever the wing side or the corner defender was and then collapse them in to help out with the, the initial show for Steven Adams so that he could be aggressive and fall back into the paint if necessary. Or if he overshowed, then whoever was in the corner would basically slide over. Here's the issue. The corner was wide open. They just had to pick one. Now, most of the night, the ball did not find the corner. But there were some times where they did, and Brooklyn made us pay for it. Or they just got a wide open look, and we got lucky. But the adjustment was made by... Billy to say, look, you know, we're going to force you to make jump shots. We're not going to give you easy bunnies inside because that's basically a guarantee. And Brooklyn wasn't able to pay most of those off. Uh, Russell Westbrook had a pump fake on Levert and then kind of eased into the body and got his and one and he rocked that baby. It was beautiful and the crowd was roaring at that point. Russell Westbrook was on one at this point. Russell Westbrook in transition to Dennis Schroeder in rhythm for three, OKC up by five. And then Dennis Schroeder to Paul George in transition and one! Yeah, that's not me just being excited. If you're watching it on any TV or you see any of the highlights, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. And I think that's actually That might turn into a snippet. We might actually use that with some regularity here on the rest of the season's podcast for Topic Thunder. All right, Levert from deep for three at the shot clock, cut it to a three-point Oklahoma City lead, and then uh, blocking foul with Dennis Schroeder uh, with 25.2 left in the quarter, on into the fourth. 
Karis LeVert hit a circus shot inside, and then a Dinwiddie three gave Brooklyn a one-point lead. Then Burton uh, jumped in the air. Hit, he hit chest-to-chest on the Brooklyn defender and finished through the contact in what could have been an and one. Terrence Ferguson, well, this was kind of a scary play, uh, had a drive, uh, basically caught it on the wing and drove in hard and was fouled. He got hit in the head once and then in the throat. It was reviewed to see if it was flagrant. It was just a common foul. I think that was a correct call. But man, uh, to quote Alex Roy, I think that uh, from his Twitter, I, I do think that we should start giving Russ, or uh, excuse me, giving Terrence Ferguson a helmet when he plays. That dude, I, I'm really also concerned about his, uh, his cranial health. <laughs> um, the dude takes a lot, seems to take a lot of contact to the head region, but he would be okay. He would turn around and make both of those free throws at that point was critical. And then Russ driving dish to Nerlens who finished. And this was a series after him missing an easy bunny on the previous trip. Russell Westbrook with a cross and fine to Adams for the lay-in gave Oklahoma City a seven point lead. And from here on, I mean, Oklahoma City would not trail again. Paul George with great D led to an Adams block. Out to Russ and transition to Grant for three. I love it when defense leads to offense. I love it when multiple guys are involved in that. That keeps the whole team in sync. And then ball bounced around. Ended up with Ru- in Russ's hands with about four seconds left. And he just pulled the trigger from out at the wing. Money. At that point, you knew Oklahoma City was just going to win. There was no way that uh, Russ was going to let us lose. Adams with the tip in on the miss who was hustling and this at this point it was a 14-0 run by Oklahoma City and essentially I'm not going to take you through the rest of it that was all she wrote overall the Oklahoma City Thunder dug themselves in a hole but then fought back at the end of the second quarter into the beginning of the third quarter and then just wouldn't let off the gas so great adjustments by Billy Donovan you got to force the other team to actually make shots to beat you. They didn't. That was the difference in the game. Now for some overall stats. Overall, Oklahoma City shot 42% from the field, but they did so while shooting 12 more attempts from the field than the Nets did. So the Nets were 35 of 84 compared to Oklahoma City's 41 of 96. Three-point Field goals 13 to 35 for Brooklyn compared to 11 for 28 for Oklahoma City. So 11, Oklahoma City shot a little better percentage wise. Brooklyn 13 of 19 from the free throw line. That's 68% compared to 15 of 19 for Oklahoma City, which is 78%. That is so refreshing that we finally shoot better from a team both behind the three point line and behind the free throw line. We out-rebounded them 51-43, to 16 offensive rebounds compared to just 7 for Brooklyn, which was also good. So we, we were able to stop offensive possessions once we got a miss, which was critical. And then we were able to get some 
uh, second cracks at it as well on the offensive end, although four of those were uh, Steven Adams to start the game. Seven steals for Brooklyn compared to nine for OKC. Five blocks compared to six for OKC. Uh, Points off turnovers. 22 points off turnovers for Brooklyn compared to 15 for Oklahoma City. Pretty even in the fast break point department. Now, I mentioned how much Oklahoma City was getting dominated in the paint early. Like 30 to 16 was the paint production in the first half. Well, the game would finish... 40 points in the paint for Brooklyn compared to 46 for OKC. That is pretty staggering difference. For y'all keeping track at home, and this is math in public, that looks like a 30 to 10 advantage for OKC in the second half, which was pretty significant. And then only 18 fouls for Brooklyn compared to only 20 fouls for the Thunder. So pretty pretty even pretty reasonable there this was a pretty clean game there was some contact for sure but the the refs were letting them play and it and the the players didn't really get carried away in this one that's a nice refreshing change also if you sat through the clippers game last week (laughs) that's pretty much guys got a foul called on them for just looking the wrong way at someone but oklahoma city dominated this one in the paint in the second half Forced Brooklyn to, to shoot the lights out in the second, and they just didn't get it done. And a quick run for the Thunder was the difference. That is your overall look for the team-by-team comparison. Wrapping this one up for the player stats and the box score, Spencer Dinwiddie had 25 points for the Nets off the bench. 13 for Harris, 14 for D'Angelo Russell to go with his 7 assists and 4 rebounds. On to the Thunder. Paul George had 25 points on 9 of 18 shooting. 3 of 6 from 3, so pretty efficient there and perfect 4 for 4 from the free throw line. To go with his 9 boards, 3 assists, 2 steals, and 2 blocks. So overall, pretty good game for Paul George. Jeremy Grant, 15 points. Uh, two of six shooting from behind the lot, the three-point line. Steven Adams, 13 points, seven rebounds, six of which, which were on the offensive end. Russell Westbrook got his 26th triple-double of the season. Uh, I will tell you his stats in just a minute. Terrence Ferguson, only two points, but there were two big points as he hit those free throws after getting rocked. And then Noel, six points. Schroeder, seven on three of ten shooting. One of four from behind the three-point line. And Burton, seven points on three of seven shooting. All right. So I teased him a second ago. Let's get into our player of the game. And our player of the game is... Russell freaking Westbrook. I'm talking about the king of the prairie, former MVP, number zero in your programs, number one in your hearts, the guy who would just would not let us lose this game. 31 points, 11 assists, 12 rebounds, 12 of 23 shooting, 4 of 8 from 3. That's 50%. That's kind of good. 
Three of five from free throw. Eh, I'll take it. The game was not forced for him. He was hyper-aggressive. He was controlled. Just This was a beautiful game by him. There's no other way to put it. And when Russell Westbrook is going like this, OKC is a very, very difficult team to beat. Very difficult. Since the All-Star break, the dude is just balling out. So I'm going to go ahead and look at some of these stats real quick. Thank you to Dylan Huntsinger, also known as Thunder Chats on Twitter, which, duh, everybody knows that. Shooting prior to the All-Star break, 22 points per game, 42% from the field, 25% from three. Since the All-Star break, 30 30 points per game, that's plus eight. 48% shooting from the field which is plus eight, or plus six rather, and 38% from three, which is plus 13%. Oh, all while getting dimes and getting boards and being very active on the defensive end, getting steals, getting out in transition. Mm-mm-mm, the Brody. So he is our player of the game. What does that mean? Do I get do I get anything? Do I win? Do I, I get know. a bonus? <laughs> I'll be sick. No, it's just I don't know. Seems dumb. It does. Like, yeah. Whatever. Where does this leave the Thunder? After tonight's win, and prior to the Houston Golden State finish, Oklahoma City is a half game behind Houston for third. Three games behind Denver for second, four games behind Golden State for first, and a half a game up on Portland, holding on to that fourth spot in the Western Conference. Oklahoma City has coming up the Pacers. They have them coming up tomorrow in a back-to-back, or today, depending on when you uh, listen to this podcast or this recap. This will be our first of two games against the Pacers, uh, home and away. This game is on the road, so go figure. OKC gets back home for one game and then is back on the road. But solid win for Oklahoma City. Let's see, at this point, Golden State is up by three on the Houston Rockets with 141 left in the third. So either way... We're going to be right there with Houston, uh, or we'll be just a couple of games back on Golden State. But the Thunder, after having gone through a rough stretch, have now won four of their last six games and seem to have turned the corner. This is two consecutive games now that the Thunder have held a team under 100 points scoring. And as we said on our weekly, defense is what makes this thing tick. And the effort seems to have turned around and it seems to be there for the Thunder. Thanks for spending your time just enjoying the sweet, sweet victory with us here at OKC Topic Thunder. You can find all of our podcasts on iTunes, 
Spotify, Stitcher, pretty much wherever you get your uh, podcast fix, there we are. If you could leave us a five-star review, thumbs up, what have you, and a positive feedback, we would really, really appreciate it. If you could also just give us any criticisms or anything you would like to see in the pod, you can find us on Twitter at OKC Topic Thunder, as well as all of our content on now that's thunderbasketball.com. Additionally, you can find us on Dash Radio between the hours of 4 and 5 Central on Mondays. That's every Monday. That's our hour, hour slot, if you will. So look for us there. On behalf of all of my boys in the unit for OKC Topic Thunder, I'm Matty Moles. And as always, Thunder Up! For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.